Welcome to the Christ Quarter. Thank you for taking a quarter of an hour out of this day to enjoy the presence of Christ and the words of Christ. Today, let's read a section of scripture, discuss what it means, and also how it applies to our lives. I hope that God will speak to you through my words, and more importantly, through his scriptures, and will bring you closer to him. I am blessed and thankful to have this time to speak with you, and I thank you so much for being with me here today. Today's scripture selection is Mark chapter 6, verses 1 through 6, and the King James Version reads as follows. And he went out from thence, and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joses, and of Judah and Simon, and are not his sisters him with us? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of the unbelief. And he went round about the villages teaching. The NIV says it this way. Jesus left there and went to his hometown, accompanied by his disciples. And when the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many who heard him were amazed. Where did this man get these things? They asked. What's this wisdom that has been given him? What are these remarkable miracles he is performing? Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own town, among his relatives, and in his own home. He could not do any miracles there except lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. Then Jesus went around teaching from village to village. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the freedom and the ability to discuss your word and enjoy your presence. Help us to understand your word and your will for our daily lives more fully. We ask that you bless this discussion of your word, that it will speak to someone who needs to hear from you. We ask that you use these words to bring someone closer to you, and that you will touch their hearts to love others through action in your name. That each of us will do something to show love to their neighbor in action as well as in word that each of us will do our best to represent you to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The verses for today are encouraging. We will see today that even Jesus was rejected in his hometown by his own people. As we perform our God-given duties, our God-given work, many of us will as well. That doesn't sound very encouraging, does it? It is encouraging, though, because like Jesus, we are not working for the world. We are working for God. We are not working for likes from our friends to be featured in an article or for any other worldly glorification. We are working because it is our duty, it is our sacrifice, because it is our God-given gift, and so on. There are many reasons why we work, and many avenues within which we work. But above all, we are working for the glory of God and for the furtherance of His kingdom. Let's get right to it. In today's scripture... Jesus is returning home to Nazareth from the area near the Sea of Galilee where he raised a girl from the dead. He probably rested for a day or two, and then on that Sunday, he went to the synagogue to teach. 
The synagogue services were simple and informal, allowing adult males the opportunity to speak or sing. Trained teachers are there to speak, but formal training is not required. And this provided Jesus the opportunity to speak. Jesus' teaching was astonishing to many of the people there. And true Jesus taught with an authority and assurance they had not experienced before. Also, I believe, Jesus referred to himself as the Son of God. Hearing Jesus explain the law is one thing, but to hear him present himself as the Son of God is another. The people who did not know Jesus judged him based on his words and actions, which were, of course, authoritative and miraculous. On the other hand, the people who knew Jesus, especially those who had known him from childhood, judged him by his past and by his environment. Jesus is, at this time, a young carpenter from Nazareth. He had a regular job in a very small town, and he is from a poor family. Even more, many of the people who knew Jesus from his childhood also knew Joseph and Mary before they were married. As you probably recall, Joseph had thought to, as a mercy, release Mary from her wedding commitment when she told him that she was pregnant. Of course, Joseph eventually came around and believed her in that she was still a virgin, but I'm sure many of their neighbors and friends did not. So in today's narrative, they are looking at Jesus as not only a regular guy with a regular job from a poor family in a small, poor town, but also as one who does not know who his father is. Verse 3 refers to Jesus as the son of Mary, rather than as the son of Joseph implying that Jesus' father is unknown. How can this young man with all these issues and drawbacks be the Messiah foretold from centuries past? How can this man be the son of God when he doesn't even know who his real father is? These seeming contradictions cause many to not believe Jesus and to reject him. Verse 3 says, in part, they were offended at him. The word used for offended refers to a person or a thing that causes a person to be without faith. Many of the people here allowed their familiarity with Jesus to blind them to who he truly is. They cannot or are unwilling to accept this regular guy as more than just Jesus from the block or Jesus from around the way. Familiarity is said to breed contempt. Contempt breeds anger and anger breeds violence. Verse 5 says, And he could do there no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. I believe that the anger and violence in Nazareth made for an environment that stirred up a lot of controversy and was very hurtful and distressing to many people, including Jesus' mother Mary. So Jesus attends to a few people and then continues his ministry undeterred in other areas. So what can we learn from this? Our normal human tendency is to ignore or overlook the ordinary. We expect extraordinary things to come from or as a result of extraordinary people. But God's ways are not our ways. God uses whomever he wishes, and he often uses ordinary people to accomplish his kingdom goals. This is extremely encouraging. When God gives us work to do, it does not matter at all how many people applaud us for it or even know about it. It's just not important. God knows what we're doing, and he will use our work to his glory. Those are the important parts. God knows what we're doing, and that God uses us and our work to his glory. 
To paraphrase an old saying, our God-given work is itself our reward. That concludes our scripture discussion for today. Thank you for spending time with me, talking about, learning about, and enjoying Christ. It's my hope that God has used my words to touch you today and has brought you closer to him. Please contact me if you wish to have further information about Christ. You may email me at blackhattoday at gmail.com. You may call or text me at 832-377-0044 with your request. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I'm Kirk Royster, and it has been a privilege to talk with you today. If you would like to respond to anything I've said here today, please leave a voicemail or text at 832-377-0044 or email me at blackhattoday at gmail.com with Christ Quarter in the subject line. I'll see you next time right here on the Christ Quarter.